Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast, Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Matt Ellis. And here we are again, yet another sacking special for this podcast. Uh, we've done quite a few of these now. I think, what is it, 10, year, 10 managers in 10 years, something like that now. Um, we've not done a podcast for a while. There's been three games since then. And I think in each, in their own way, each one has been somehow worse than the last. I mean, think back to Solihull, 3-0 up, lose 4-3. Uh, Bromley away, you know, they had 10 men from about, you know, for about 70 minutes, wasn't it? We lose 1-0. And then, of course, yesterday, Halifax losing 2-0. They were bottom of the league. I think something had to give, didn't it? Um, we can chat about it, but what, what are you thinking? Right decision, wrong decision? Well, I thought that this was going to happen, you know, because <clears throat> when I, um, when we lost to um, Solil, I could see us losing the next two. And I thought, you know, if we lose to Halifax, you know, on the bank holiday Monday, they've scored, what, one goal or two goals before the game? Uh, obviously, bottom of the league. And I thought, this is going to be the one, isn't it, really? I mean, realistically, if you lose five in a row in the conference and you lose your, like, the fifth against the bottom team who've basically scored a goal in, in five games, then that's going to be and it. Like, no, nobody should be able to survive that. Um, and, and evidently not. Um, and... Uh, you know, I think yeah, like it's it's the right decision. Like Hills, his record's just a joke. It's like less than eight percent win rate. You know, in thirty nine games. Um, well, I can I've got it here actually. Um, yeah, it's from Iron Stats. It's from Andy. Three wins, nine draws, twenty six defeats, twenty seven goals scored, seventy six goals conceded, seven point eight nine percent win ratio. That's in all competitions. So yeah, that's I mean that's dreadful. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing he survived this long. But I think that, like, you know, towards the end of last season, it was just, it was a free hit of, like, 15 games, wasn't it? Because we knew we were going to go down. Um, and, and I think everybody kind of was like, yeah, fine, whatever. We'll, we'll give him, you know, give him in the summer because, you know, he's still got a good reputation. Um, he builds his own team. He says, this is my team, 100%. So judge me on these results. And he's been judged on him and he's been kicked out, basically, because he, he just wasn't good enough or whatever the hell went wrong because he's an experienced manager who's had success at other places, but we just couldn't do the basics. And we were getting, like, embarrassed for five games against national league opposition and and obviously that's where we are now but when you were in the football league we were getting embarrassed every week by professional football opposition but now it's like semi-pro you know and stuff like that um and it's just it, it had to happen i'm afraid and and you know will anything change uh i, I mean we don't know do we because per my tweet like uh, like this week i was just saying that you know um no but no manager no squad of players can perform under the current regime and I still believe that's the case and I still think that it's going to be difficult to appoint somebody who can who can get results and can keep morale up during the current situation and, and it was beyond Keith and, and, and really is going to be beyond a less experienced manager but you know what what can we do he, he had to be sacked 
uh, you know, wait another couple of games, you potentially lose another couple of games. You should have sacked him, sacked him two games ago. So what do you do? I think it, it was the right decision. It's, it, it's just, it's just the owner has to go um, soon after, or it was a waste of time sacking him because do you know what I mean? Yeah, Matt, I'll come to you in a second. Um, do you know, to counter this, as much as it should have happened, and I agree, unlike you, I didn't think it would. I honestly didn't think it would because I think with the ownership situation sort of hanging over us, I, I genuinely thought that would be a sort of safety net because, you know, how it goes, you know, clubs get taken over, they want their own man in, you know, there was probably an inevitability about him going when that, if and when that deal eventually happens. I think what did it was probably the comments on Humberside after the game yesterday, because uh, obviously um, Ollie, uh, it's Ollie Turner, isn't it? I think he's, you know, the new commentator, which I really like him actually. He's really good. Um, was saying basically, you know, Lee's got a meeting with him, you know, they chat to him all this. And Keith Hill basically said he doesn't talk to Turnbull, he talks to Peter Swan. I think, you know, we yeah. know there's the meeting going on today. One of them, Turnbull or Hill, was going to go. And I think it's a result of the radio interview. I genuinely do. I, I, I actually think, apart from those comments, I think he might have still been here otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you actually on that, Brad, because, you know, I think it's the right decision. Um, I think he had to go. I think his record, as Matt said, you know, he's been absolutely diabolical. Um, and I think he got a bit of a free pass, really, at the end of last season. Um, you know, he didn't really... I know he, when he first came in, he got those maybe five or six draws. Um, things started maybe improving slightly, but, you know, we, we never really got going, did we? And I think, yeah, he kind of... He, he got away with a lot last season. Um, and I think we were quite lenient at the time. You know, we were saying, well, you know, we've got to give him a bit longer. We can't keep chopping and changing the manager. Um, but ultimately, I think he threw the towel in very early on, really, last season. And you look at the league table and where we finished, um, you know, we, we were miles adrift. And I just think, yes, he was he was trying to blood some of the youngsters, fair enough. Um, but, you know, I don't think we should have been tailed off by the amount of points we were at the end of the season. And, OK, he's got a decent result against Yeovil uh, on the first day. But since then, it's just been a continuation of, of what we saw at the end of last season. Um, there's a couple of things. One of the reasons, obviously, I, I didn't think he would go is, you know, we're going to have to pay him off. Um, if if you kind of believe, well, we, we know that they're still paying Cox um, at, at this moment in time, um, maybe for a couple more months. Um, you know, we, we've got to find money now to pay off Hill, pay off McMahon. You, you'd think that we're going to be doing that. Um, maybe a similar arrangement. So over, over the course of a year or whatever it is, um, so for me, that was one of the big reasons. Have we got the money to kind of to do that and to get rid of them and, and to bring someone else in? Um, and secondly, you know, who's going to appoint the new manager um, if there's a takeover close? Like we don't know. You know, we've been told it was quite close. That seems to be sort of it's gone up very quiet, hasn't it? The um, the original sort of takeover. I think there's there's now rumours of maybe a consortium, a local consortium that are, that are interested and in trying to do something. Um, but ultimately, where who who has the job of appointing the new manager? Because I think you can't can Swan. You know, if if he's leaving, if he's hoping to leave, can he really go in and, and give someone a year deal, two year deal, or whatever? Um, can Turnbull, because at the end of the day, new owners, unless he's working with the new owners or unless he knows the new owners and he's been speaking with, with 
potential new owners. Um, can he he make that decision? Um, because you know, at the end of the day, we don't know if, if Lee's going to be here um, when new owners or if new owners come in. Um, so we're in a, a very difficult situation still, even though Hill's gone. Yes, right decision. Um, where do we go from here? Because I think there's, there's just so many problems um, in appointing someone else. Do we look for someone sort of interim manager um, or do we try and get someone and, and, and Lee try and find someone for the long term? It's, it's just very difficult. And, and we all know as well that generally when owners come in, new owners come in, they'd like to, to kind of um, find find a new man. And if they do that and have appointed someone, it then gets messy and, and we may be paying someone else off. So there's a lot of things to, to kind of to consider. Um, but I think to go back to the, the original question, I think it, it definitely was the right decision. And I think yesterday you were right with the interview that that must have played a massive part because I think ultimately he, he did undermine Lee really. Completely, and, yeah. And it just made him look, look a bit silly really um, because, you know, we were under the impression that Lee was managing day-to-day things at the club. Obviously, we we know that, and, you know, we're not naive enough to, to think that, that uh, Lee had control and, and he was going to make the decision. Ultimately, the Swan family were going to be paying off whoever, like, if Hill goes, McMahon goes, they're going to have to find the money to pay him off. They're going to have to kind of ratify that. Um, and, and I think everyone really did know that. But um, to kind of just completely disregard Lee and just say, you know, I don't speak to Lee, I, I speak to Peter about football issues, I think was uh, was probably the final straw. Um, and yeah, I, I just didn't, didn't think it was a, a good interview at all. Obviously, on the back of Saturday, um, you know, when he, when he just con- uh, swerved it completely. Um, you know, I think it was... Probably a mixture of those two. You know, we've, we've lost uh, Bromley. He's not faced the press. I think he's he's obviously been uh, rattled by by Ollie um, in in previous weeks. Kind of, you could kind of see it boiling over at, at some point. He's probably taken himself out of that situation. But to kind of not face the press after losing, um, and then saying what he did on on Monday, I think um, yeah, that that was probably the final straw and uh, ultimately right decision. But yeah, I am a little bit surprised at the timing. So maybe let's just go with the weekend and, and short term, you know, before anything's made. There's been no announcement as to, well, as of yet, there's been no announcement as to who's taking over or who's going to lead the team. Would you, I mean, probably doors and muzzle white, probably. I don't know. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the obvious um, solution, isn't it? I think it's going to be difficult to, to get anyone else in. I mean, would Turnbull fancy it? Obviously, he, he was kind of uh, in the assistant role with Russ, wasn't he? Um, I don't think he will. I think he'll, he'll look and, and probably put Dawes in there. Uh, but there's also been rumours about Cox tonight as well, uh, which whether whether he would come back, um, you know, whether that's the right thing. Obviously, we, we sacked him not long ago for being not deemed not good enough. Um, We're still paying him. Um, yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened, but I think if you look at it from from an outside perspective, I mean, you you would fans, Grimsby fans, would be looking at that, thinking, you know, they would be thinking it's an absolute circus, and and probably rightly so. Well, it is. Um, it is. <laughs> I, I do think the one thing you could say about Cox, if he did come back and and help out uh, in an on an interim basis, is that he does know the league, or he has had experience um, in a management setup at the national league uh, level. Um, which is more than can be said for Hill. And I think we all kind of, we were a little bit worried going into the season. That was one of the big question marks for me anyway. Hill, you know, he'd never managed at this level. I know he kind of just said, it's football at the end of the day, it's 11 versus 11. But 
Um, you look at teams that have come down, um, you, you know, like your South Ends, your Grimsby's, that they've all tried with um, managers that weren't experienced at the at the level, maybe experienced as as management uh, in, in as a manager at a higher level. Um, South End, you know, Phil Brown <clears throat> gave it a crack in the most recently, and and all the fans, if you speak to fans of of those clubs, they say it just doesn't work. You need someone that knows the league, knows the level, you know, know knows how things work, um, and it just didn't work for Hill, did it? And I think it's not just the manner of the defeats and things like that. I just think some of the the tactics, some of the the way he's setting it up. I think one maybe going to the game shortly but yesterday for me I mean Wallace playing Wallace up front um, just crazy really I mean he, he was never going to get any joy up front um, against the Halifax defence yesterday and, and it was just you know it, it was crazy when you've got Carver on the bench who's got a bit more of a physical presence and I think things like that were just creeping in should we have played five at the back yesterday against a team that scored one goal <laughs> um, you know I, I don't think so um, and yeah, there the were just things like that. The way he's kind of been been speaking in the press, and and all these things add up. But I think ultimately, we do need someone with some experience at the level. Um, I mean, I've, I've been listening to radio tonight and and heard some of the names. Obviously, people are talking about Burn Crosby, um, but I I do kind of agree with with everything that was said there. Why would they leave? You know. Really good jobs, it's pretty Burn, safe Peter jobs, Burn. isn't it? As well, yeah. exactly. And, and Burn, you know, by all accounts, loving it at Peterborough. Um, Crosby, you know, he, he was instrumental last season in, in Port Vale's promotion, obviously, when uh, Daryl Clark was, was off for a little bit. Um, and you know, the, he's very highly thought of there. I just can't see it. And, and who would come now, um, in this situation? I, I just don't think anyone like that is gonna, is gonna take a chance and, and take a punt. I do think there were there were managers out there that obviously will think, well, you know, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll throw my CV in. If I get sacked, I'll, I'll get paid off. And, and I'm sure some will be viewing it like that. Um, but yeah, for me, again, going back to what I said earlier, very difficult situation. You know, are we going to look at someone interim? Are we going to look at someone long-term? I think if Turnbull is involved in it, um, he went to work for Graham Lee at, at Hartlepool, most recently, I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Um, whether he's the right man, I don't know. Obviously, he started really well when he went in at Hartlepool and, and then they tailed off badly towards the end of the season. Um, last season, obviously, got the boot. Um, he's one name that, that kind of pops into my head, but you know, there's, there's probably quite a few managers that, that, would, that would do a job on a temporary basis. But going back to what Matt said earlier, I, I don't think it's going to make that much difference. I don't think a manager at this at this time um will make much difference. However, is the squad on paper as bad as, as how they're playing at the moment? Again, I'm not sure. I don't think it's a great squad by any stretch. Uh, but I think the two new loanees looked okay at the weekend. I think if we could get a couple more in, you know, we'd have a chance of staying up and, and kind of lower mid table would, would probably be achievable. But um, but yeah, for me, the, the manager at the moment, it's, it's all a bit of a sideshow, isn't it, to, to the main. Um, and a lot rests on that, really, and, and what's happening with the takeover. And as soon as that's sorted, uh, the better for everyone. Yeah, should we maybe just look at the pitch slightly from yesterday? Because I, I do think some of these tensions are 
boiling over there. You mentioned some tactics and things like that. I mean, there were little instances I saw. I don't know if you saw it as well, Matt. Um, like, I don't know, who was it off the top of my head? I think it was like White House and possibly Taft. There was a bit of like clashing there uh, at that moment where it was going to sort of boil over. There was, you know, both teams were sort of getting in at each other, but then they would sort of seem to argue amongst themselves. Uh, not always getting sort of frustrated with people towards the end as well. You know, it, it is sort of creeping in there, I think, a little bit. Yeah, it is, and uh, I think Buttsfield as well um, didn't go to Bromley, but by all accounts, he was he was very um, disappointed. I think you could tell in his body language at both both games really, and um, didn't really have many options. I think for me, that the key thing is the central midfielders are picking the ball up, looking out wide, and and obviously playing that system. There's just no one there. There was just no one there. That left back, uh, you know, left wing sort of no one, no outlet to to get the ball out wide. Um, and I think that's how we expected Hill to to play, really. I mean, you think back to your Rochdale teams when when he had some decent success, and and they always seem to get the ball out wide, get the ball in the box, and 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 kind of play that way. And we've just not seen that of late, really. And for whatever reason, obviously things are kind of the players are frustrated. You, you can tell that. And I think Hill was maybe frustrated at times. You know, you, you could see him going mental at, the, at some of the players. Obviously not doing what he'd asked, or, or you know that just lost in translation. I don't know, but it's just um, you know senior pros just just launching the ball. Where, but is that because there's there's no options, you know, e- easier options, um, and and they're just resorting to the long ball. I don't know, but I think um, for me, just recently we 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 are overcomplicating it. At the end of the day, I'd like to see a four four two or or something close to that. Um, and, and just get back to basics. And I know, you know, Hill wouldn't really speak when he was asked about systems and things like that. He, he said it wasn't the system that that was the issue. Um, I think it is. It is really when you know the, there's not players haven't got the option. You know, they're, they're trying to kind of overplay it because there's not a simple ball out wide or you know something like that. And I, I, I don't know. It, the thing is, as well, you know, we've lost five on the bounce now. We're at a lower level. Um, you can tell confidence isn't isn't great. Um, I think in the first half, I know Nuttall scored a few. I think he's been one of the the standouts, really. Um, one of the few standouts this season so far. I think he, he can kind of come out with a, a lot of credit. He's obviously done a lot of work, looked sharp, scored goals. Um, but that chance in the first half, he should score. And I think a confident, a really confident striker would probably put that away. And again, I think it's, it's little things like that. They're just not confident. They're just whether they were playing for Hill or not, he said they were. I don't know. I don't think they're down tools, but it just wasn't working. The system wasn't working. And, and um, you know, it, it was. I can see what you mean. I, there are little kind of flare-ups happening and, and players getting on each other each other's backs and we've seen that haven't we it doesn't end well does it when, when players start turning on on each other like that mm-hmm. um you know we, we've seen it over the past couple of seasons and and that really does need to be stopped really as soon as possible and, and kind of needs to be a bit more positivity in, in the group otherwise it's, it's just going to be the same really under under any manager well i think he he sort of summed it up on his interview really didn't he because he said the sort of went out there and they played with a bit of fear, really, I think. And I, I think you did see that because, like you say, Halifax at that point, they'd only scored, I think, once all season, hadn't they? And, but it was, they was, we were unfortunate in the way that we conceded and that it was a free kick and it was deflected in. But they, they had chances and, that you know, there was, we let them get in quite a few times. They could have been two or three up, really. Yeah, I think so. And I think that that's kind of one of being, being one of the most concerning things, really, about this season so far is, is the defence 
um, you know, just in general, it seems to be quite shaky. Obviously, we've shipped a lot of goals. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, and, and really, you, you kind of look at the defense on paper. You know, there's some experience in there that there's some what's supposed to be quality, play, you know, quality players at this level. You know, Boyce um, and, and and we know Taft's not great, but you know he's played at a much higher level, and and his his you know his sort of career with us has been a bit of a cautionary tale, isn't it? Really, because he's just seemingly dropped off the face of the earth with his his performances. You know, as soon as he kind of he was relatively solid when we had him on loan, and then when we signed him on a permanent deal, he seemed to just well give up really. And I don't think that's ever really stopped. Um, and, and for a player of, of of that supposed quality, it's it's really disappointing. And um, you know, so it, I think that's been probably the biggest sort of eye-opener, really. It's just that we, we don't seem to be able to defend with, with, a, with what should be a decent defence on paper at this level. Um, and, and just pretty much like every other team in this league, they, they can't seem to defend either, um, which is, is pretty, you know, worrying. And, and as I said, like Matt, we've started at five back against Halifax, who's got one goal, bottom of the league. Something's going wrong there, isn't it? You know, we're, we're, we're terrified of the opposition at home, despite the fact that they're literally the bottom you know, right, right at the bottom of the league, which is incredibly concerning, and just just some just some other kind of baffling decisions, really, that that Hill made that that I kind of just want to pick up on in terms of just some of the tactics and stuff like that. Um, I can't remember who it was against, but obviously after after Nuttall scored a brace, he was then he he started him out out wide on the right, um, which is 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 absolutely baffling. You know, for ages we've looked for a striker strike who can score goals, and, and seemingly. Early part of the season, we've found one in Nuttall who's, who's done really well and, and scored goals, and, and I think he probably could have scored some more. Um, and if he was in a team that was at the top end of the table, he would have scored even more um, than that. So, um, you know, taking who's obviously a confidence player out of his position, who's he's just bagged two goals and put him on the right wing, is is just is unforgivable for me, really. And and just sort of tantamount to a manager who's sort of lost a grip on reality, really. And I think that's kind of what we we, we saw and with some of these absolutely baffling tactical decisions, some of these formations, some of these choices uh, with these players that he's been playing. You know, as, as you said, Matt Wallace kind of playing up front when when Carver's on the bench. You know, it's just it's incredibly, incredibly strange. Um, and and just to kind of we've mentioned this before, but. Um, when uh, when Nigel was um, Nigel Atkins was um, summarising on one of the away games, I forget me, I forget which one, but he was just trying to work out what formation we were playing because we changed sort of every five minutes, um, and then it, it it did turn out that that Hill came out and apologised for the result after that later in the week, saying that the tactics he got them wrong, um, and he said just pin that one on me, don't blame the players, that was my mistake. 
So it's just like, you know, an experienced manager with seemingly no grasp of what he wants the team to play, what the tactics should be. Um, players in their wrong positions, despite the fact that they're in form in the normal positions. These things shouldn't be coming from an experienced manager um, in a kind of in a club where you're trying to stabilise things a little bit. Um, you know, just get a few more wins on the board just so we're looking relatively stable in, in, in this league, but he's not been able to do that really. And, and and I maintain that we've got a good squad. I think that he's assembled a competitive squad. He's not competing at the minute, but it should be. Um, and looking at the players we've got, we've got some really solid players like, you know, look at the midfield. You've got Feeney. I, th- I still think Feeney's decent. You know, everybody's been shit recently, but Feeney, like, decent, good experience, good pace for an old man. Um, you know, Butterfield, White House in there. Real quality midfield for this level or should be. And again, Nuttall, who's done really well, um, you know, and, and as Boyce. And, and, and the, the two new loan signings look decent as well. So we've actually got some, some strength in depth now in this team that we were concerned about at the start of the season that we didn't have. But I think we actually have that now to an extent. Um, I still think we need a few more players. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, there's no excuse. This team should be performing and they're clearly not performing or they didn't perform for this manager. So really, we just need somebody to come in now and just get them to do the basics, the absolute basics. Keep the ball out one end and put it in the, the onion back of the other end. That's all we need, you know what I mean? Um, and, and the rest should take care of itself just because there's decent quality in the team, as I said. So, uh, you know, all it's a mess. All's not lost, but it, it depends what they do. And it's a difficult situation. As, as we said, what the hell do they do? Do they bring somebody in for long term? Do they bring somebody in temporary? Um, everything's up in the air. Who's going to want to come in? You know, the whole thing's an utter, utter disaster. Um, but you know, look at Hill's record. It, it was a, an absolute disgrace. He was he was stealing a living, um, and and you know he, he had to go without a doubt. So I, th- I think he was. I think that's spot on, man. I think he actually he probably felt a bit untouchable. Really, I think he he thought he might get away with it a bit longer because he kind of got away with it last season. Um, most of the clubs, I think, would have got rid of him at the end of last season. He's been allowed to carry on into this season. He's obviously got that that first win. Um, a decent day, wasn't it? First game of the season, and then obviously back to back defeats ever since. And I do, I do think there was an element he, he didn't expect it. I don't think he expected it. Uh, but anyway, you know, it's that's um, that's happened now. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it was right. You you spot on. It was just um, absolutely dire, and, and his record. It's got to be the worst, doesn't it, for a permanent manager? I think. Um, and and Iron Stats, you know, Andy's broken it all down. Um, you know every every kind of uh, metric, if you like, and and he was pretty much bottom on on all of them, or in the bottom couple for um, for near enough everything. So uh, you know it's, it's just very difficult time to be the manager of the club. I think everyone understands that, but I think you know the way he's, he's kind of handled it, and it's, it's just been poor. And um, yeah, yeah, right decision. I mean, let's maybe start drawing towards the end. I don't think it's worth going into the match too much. Um, actually. The second goal yesterday, that's worth a mention. I mean, terrible, hilarious. It was dreadful, wasn't it? I mean, what was it? But halfway, the throw-in mistake there, keepers at halfway line. Yeah. Player takes it all the way up, doesn't he? Complete open goal, but he waits. You know, keeper gets back, sort of sidesteps and two players there as well, puts it in. I mean, just hilarious. <laughs> you know, I, I felt for the keeper a little bit because, you know, he, he's come forward and, they're that slow trying to restart the game. Bear in mind we're behind, we're, we're at home, 1-0, you know. Um, we've had a couple of half chances, but he's come forward, 
to try. He should never be there, should he? Let's be no. honest. He should never be there at that moment. Um, and he's trying to get it going. He's trying to get the ball forward. Awful throw, actually. I think that that's even worse. Poor control. You know, everything about it is just shocking. You know, he, yeah. But and what can you say? I mean, he'd been uh, having a decent game, really. I mean, he'd made yeah. some very, very important saves. Yeah, he did. And, and I think this has been a key theme as well uh, with him. He's made mistakes. I think he made mistakes in pre-season. You know, there, there's two or three. He's made a few mistakes since. Um, obviously, still a young keeper. I'm not that keen on him. I think he, he has made some good saves. Um, but again, I, I do think we should have gone with, with a more experienced option uh, or at least had an experienced option in the building. I know, obviously, Owen Foster's um, ill or, or has been ill. Um, so we're kind of having to, to just go with a one. But yeah, it's just mm. um, not been great, to be honest, has he? Uh, and I think that, that kind of maybe summed it up. But as you say, he's made some good saves. And I think they could have had a couple more if, if he hadn't pulled off those saves, especially there was one really good save, uh, I think, in the second half. Yeah. Um, but you, you look at that, I mean, that just sums it up, really. Sums up first goal as a deflection. You know, it's, it's probably not going in and takes a wicked deflection, goes in. Second goal probably one of the worst we've conceded and, and there's been a lot hasn't there <laughs> I mean, since, since we've started doing this the, the, the goals we've conceded you know we could have one of those uh, blooper DVDs couldn't we just, <laughs> just goals we've conceded um, and it'd be hours long but yeah it was just one of those feel for the keeper a little bit uh, but but yeah it was just just embarrassing and and I think they deserved it, to be fair. Oh, yeah. I think, um, after, you know, when he came on... I was just going to say, he was probably right. the only sort of spark, really, from yesterday. Yeah, and, and I know you look at comments from other clubs, they've been saying they expect him potentially to get, like, a League One move, you know, for the well, season. That's, that's it. I and mean, he looks good. He does, yeah. And I read the, the Blackpool manager's comments and, and he was saying, you know, Scunthorpe wanted him more than anyone else. And, and the, you know, they're really keen to get him. They've been watching him. Uh, kind of uh, development games, things like that. So there's obviously been a lot of effort uh, by the club to go and watch him. Um, you know, Blackpool's manager must be crazy loaning him out uh, to this side at the moment. Um, he obviously thinks he's going to get game time. Uh, and you never know, you know, hopefully we're utilising right. Um, he looked like he wanted the ball. He looked like he wanted to make things happen. Um, really unfortunate for, you know, the, the one that was just tipped around the post. I think it was a, a good move and, and he was unlucky. Uh, I think the other lad, Fletcher, I think he looked quite good as well. I think, um, you know, he's going to be a bit of a presence in there, um, quite good on the ball. And, and obviously he was involved in that move as well. So I think those two, you know, there's promising signs there. But yeah, there's there's just more to do so, sort of um, in the next few weeks. I think I think the game on Saturday is massive against Boreham Wood. You know, we've got to get something from that. We've got to, got to stop the, um, you know, the, the losing run. Um, and you never know. I mean, I mean, Maybe a little bit of a change. Um, maybe Tony Dove coming in might just just freshen it up a little bit. And um, you know, I think you think he might go back to basics um, a little bit. And and I think that's what we need. Just just don't complicate it. Let's just just play. Um, you know, get get some wingers out there. Get some balls in the box. And you've got a striker in Nuttall. You've got Aptor who looks like he, he may. Um, you know, he, he knows where the net is. I think if you look at his his he record, run, he was taking some runs yesterday. Yeah, and he's got a good record at youth level and he's scored quite a few and he's been out on loan at lower lower league. Um, you know, I think you've got two two there that, that can score. Um, Nuttall's obviously proved it already this season. Um, but we've got to get the service to him. And um, yeah, I think that was a, it was lacking a little bit, wasn't it? Um, and it has been 
in the past couple of games, obviously Bromley, you'd, you'd hope, against 10 men. I know it's difficult to play against 10 men, but I don't think we had a shot, did we? I can't remember. Um, you know, we, we didn't test them enough, especially when they go down to 10 men. Um, and, yeah, it was just, just two poor results, really. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, there are a few promising signs. Um, I don't think it's all lost yet. You know, I think there's there's a lot of doom and gloom at the minute on on social media and, and understandably so and, and rightly so. Um, but I do think this squad, as as Matt said, as as we've said really, um, should be a little bit better than this. And I think I think there's more to come from the squad, but you know, I'm not expecting um, you know, massive things from, from them. Um I just think that they are a little bit better than the showing at the minute and hopefully we can see that in the next few weeks because yeah, we bloody need it. <laughs> Uh, let's start to sort of draw this in then. Uh, maybe let's just end with this. I know it's a very, very difficult situation and an awful lot rests on a takeover. But like long term, where do you, you know, where do you want to go next? What type of thing do you want? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because as we've said, you know, the the ownership situation is is a massive, it's going to have massive bearing on what happens next. Um I think the worst thing we could do in the in the financial situation the club's in at the moment is, is kind of commit to someone long term, and then you know if a takeover happens three months down the line or, or whenever that is, um, they're looking to bring in the new man or they're not quite happy they want to bring in someone else. Um, you know they're going to have to find the money to do that, and, and maybe we'll have someone that comes in who's who's got loads of money and they're happy to kind of um, throw the money at it, and and that'd be great. But, you know, in reality, I don't think we're going to get that person. You know, we might get someone who wants to invest some, but I think, you know, they'd like to invest in in the squad. I would say that's that's what that's what they would like to do rather than paying someone off and then bringing a new manager in. So I, I just don't know where we go from here. It's, it's very tricky. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you think. But... It's difficult to say, isn't it? Because we've, um, we've sort of tried everything, haven't we? Um, you know, we've tried experience, we've tried inexperience, we've tried connections to the club, and, and none of it's worked. It's it's difficult, and 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 it's like who will want to come in, and and they don't really know how permanent it's going to be because the, the whole um, you know, the the club book for sale situation and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I I like to see sort of like a a manager relatively low level, maybe this league, maybe the league below that's done relatively well. Um, you know, it's got some point to prove or something like that. We're willing to take the gamble and we'd obviously have to take the gamble on them. It's sort of a two-way thing at this point, really. Um, and I've seen a few saying, um, you know, Scarborough's, Scarborough's manager, um, Greening, obviously ex, ex-Middlesbrough. Um, it might be an interesting one. Uh, be obviously a step up for him. You know, another club, really, Scarborough, were trying to rebuild, aren't they, after, you know, dropping out of the league years and years ago now, really, but um, uh, Jonathan Greening, I forgot his first name, but there we go, you know, um, good experience in the Premier League, Football League, might not be a bad shout, you know, um, I've seen that one mostly, but other than that, you know, it's anybody's guess, really. Um, you know, you look at the um, uh, the odds for next month, you're going to see the usual suspects, um, Brian Laws will be on there, of course, um, but, you know, so nobody really knows, so I'm not sure, to be fair. Um, it's a difficult one. It's it's really really difficult. Um, but really, anybody who comes in, they need to do the basics well, and the, the, they need to get the team doing the basics, so we can just get some points on the board. Um, because if if we lose another couple, we're in a real. I mean, we're in a mess now, but it's like it's really difficult to get out that slide, isn't it? Um, so you know, 
what what can you do? We're in such a mess after so many years of mismanagement and 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 you know disgrace behind the scenes that this is where we are now. Um, and and we we kind of say this every time we appoint a new manager. You know, this is where we are. This is where we are. Okay, how much lower can we get? But of course, you know, we could drop out of this league as well. So um, again, it's another really important appointment, and I'd like to see Turnbull make this appointment um, with only really the 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 rubber stamping of Swanee saying, yeah, we'll have this guy, um, but you can pick him. Um, based on what you want and what you think is going to be good for the situation. Um, and, and I think that that's the way the club's going to go. Yeah, I think let's just end with a, a couple of comments that we've had sent in already. Uh, this one, Nick Cooper, actually, it'd say, be interesting if the potential owners have an involvement, however small, if takeover has the potential to be soon and the price agrees, you'd expect them to be aware of any contracts being signed or expenditure being committed, which, yeah, absolutely, you'd 100% think that. Uh, and then another one here, actually, Greg Shaw, um, in the end, it came down to who is the most disposable for Swan, Lee Turnbull or Keith Hill. Turnbull wins, him resigning would have had a far worse impact with the fans and also way harder to explain. Uh, Turnbull almost inevitably forced the issue today. Swan reluctantly had to ditch his main man, save further and rest. I think that's quite interesting, actually, we're saying. It, it probably did come down to that uh, that that interview, doesn't it? But um, we did maybe expect one of them to go. And, and like he says, definitely harder to explain Turnbull going. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, if you ask Lee, um, he'd probably say that he's got a good working relationship or had a good working relationship with Hill. I think I think that's kind of, he's going to come out and he's going to say that. Um, you know, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, obviously, the interview yesterday didn't didn't help Hill's cause. Um, and I do think that's that's a really good comment. You know, Lee, um, he's done, done a lot of good work at the start of this season. You know, he's engaging with the fans, which we've not seen for a while. Um, you know, a lot of it is sort of, I don't want to say superficial, but, you know, it, it sort of is in the sense that, you know, we've, we've got the musicians, we've got, you know, it's, it's, it's been a decent atmosphere down there. Um, but he is doing some really good work. I think it's, it is important to remember that. I think he's, he's coming for a little bit of criticism recently. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we've got to look at what he's done. You know, he is trying his best uh, with limited resources to, to kind of, um, make the club a better place. I think I think that's you know it's, we've, we've got to give him credit for that. Um, and I think it probably did come down to that at the end of the day. I think I think Lee, I think Neil, you know, you know, I think they would probably be saying something's got to give um, because you know the fans are not happy. It's not working. We're bottom of the league, or pretty much. I think um, Aldershot went bottom in the end, didn't they? But at some point yesterday, we were at the bottom of the league, um, and something did have to give. And I think whether Lee would walk away. You know, I think he's he's he loves the club, doesn't he? I think he's invested in, in the project. He's trying his best. Whether he would have walked away, who knows? Um but I think Swan was was probably keen to avoid a situation um we had with Simon Elliott. You know, there was a massive backlash when when Simon resigned last season. Um people saw Simon doing some good work, obviously brought the sponsors in. He was engaging with the fans on social media at games, you know. You know, he, he was kind of, I think, most fans see him as, as you know, a, someone who, who's, yeah, he's a fan himself. He, he will sort of um, engage where he can with the fans. And, and I think everyone saw that as a big loss when, when Simon stepped down. And I think it would be the same if, if Lee did. Um, you know, I think, I think um, yeah, it, it would be, wouldn't it? Because I think, I think the majority of fans, a large percentage of fans, appreciate what he's doing and, and, and know he's in a very difficult situation. Um, so ultimately, yeah, I think I think that's right, and I think um, whether whether um, 
you know, Lee would would walk away. I don't know. You know, we, we don't know what's going on. But um, yeah, I think it was the right decision, and and the board have have come to the right decision in the end. Um, and yeah, we'll just see where where we go from here. I think we'll end there then. Now, I know Mike White's tweeted out already that um, they're going to be speaking to Turnbull and Swan, I think, separately this week. So, you know, that'll be quite interesting. We'll have a look at that. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a statement as well in terms of short term, what's going on, probably announced tomorrow, maybe the day after. Um, but yeah, we'll certainly have another episode after the next uh, and after the next game at the weekend because I think there'll be quite a lot of news. So thank you very much for listening to this. We'll see you on the next one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.